Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 52. How did you find last week's breath session? How are you feeling about the imposter? Remember guys, you can always come back to these episodes at any time and use the method and guidance I've given there to help you come back to yourself, to honour your skills and knowledge and remember who you are, someone who's got it and can make it happen, whatever it stands for to you. Today we're moving to another aspect of the limiting beliefs and behaviours that cripple our creativity and our voice. And today I'd like us to reflect on critiques and the infamous saboteur. Once again, I'm drawing from my personal experience in overcoming these, or rather, investigate and understand what they're trying to tell me. Firstly, critique. Critiquing is not a bad thing. It's not. It really, really isn't. A critique, in my eyes, is someone who's looking at your project, your writing, your painting, your dish, from every angle and takes it apart to see what you've put in there, to try and understand what got you there, what journey you went on, what colours you mixed together. I've worked in restaurants for nine years and whenever a chef would be creating a new dish or trying out a new recipe, they would first cook the dish and plate it before presenting it to the head chef and some tasters. What they want is not necessarily for you to sing praises about the dish, even though as a human it's absolutely lovely to hear when somebody likes your food, but what's more helpful is the feedback given by the head chef and the tasters, decomposing each element of the dish Visually, as a whole, it looks inviting and colourful and I can smell something citrusy. So description first, first impressions, there's the visual, there's the smell, there's the senses being triggered. Cool. Next, tasters and head chef grab a bite and discover the flavour of the dish as a whole. Then, maybe they'll just try the sauce or a couple of the vegetables or other elements to see what reactions are coming through, because their senses are reacting to the different stimulations. The lime in the sauce, the crunchiness of the vegetables, each time decomposing what they experience and sharing the evolution of that journey to the creator. At first I was expecting this, but actually I got that. Whether positive or negative, remember, we're staying in description. We're the scientists. So another example. Hmm, the citrus smell was very inviting. And then the longer it stayed, the more it got me to appreciate this or that. Or the more I found it a little bit intrusive on the other flavours. Critiquing is giving an in-depth description of the experience, at the end of which an opinion is formed. Because we're human and that's what happens. We all have an opinion on something. Now, if someone says, this is utter nonsense, or I hate it, or oh my god, I love it, or even a line containing a lot many more swear words, or positive litanies, it's not a critique. It's an opinion. Whether it comes from you or another person, remember this. If you're only hearing this is rubbish, this is bad, this is weak and dumb and demeaning and stupid, this is not a critique, it's an opinion. Everybody's got one. But it's not telling you anything. 
It's not guiding you to investigate what triggered that response. It's crippling more than anything. It's going to make you feel unstable. Why do you think we, um, the voice people, the breath people, we ask you to breathe through the belly, to support your voice with your belly, to engage the core when speaking. It's to provide stability to your voice, to your sound, to your diaphragm and your breath. If you have unstable foundations, your voice won't be heard and you'll strengthen the imbalance. You'll foster more imbalances actually on every plane. Now, creatively, if you don't strengthen your foundations, the same thing happens. You stay wobbly and unstable. You don't trust your own voice to do the job, to express properly whatever properly even means, and thus you'll summon the saboteur. The saboteur, or saboteur as we say in French, sneaks in while you're unaware and plants the seed of defeat. Removing key elements from your thoughts and actions pulls the rug out underneath you, leaving you to wonder, oh, how have I landed here like that? Or, oh well, I'm clumsy, that's why. Oh well, I'm stupid, that's why. And thus, having witnessed you fall and you talking yourself down even more, the saboteur rejoices, cackling maniacally at the back of your head. More often than not, sabotaging behaviour happens because, deep down, we think and believe that we're not ready for the next step. We don't think we're worthy of anything else. We're trapped in a loop of, it always happens to me anyway, why does it happen to me? We're scared of what something else would bring. It's not necessarily a bad thing to have a saboteur, you know, between you and me. If you do the work, if you sit yourself down and are completely earnest with yourself, what's the pattern? Break the situation down. Number one, how did it start? Number two, where were you headed? Number three, what happened along on the way? Break it down fully each step that led to number four. What's the result? And number five, how do you feel about it? It's an opportunity for you to work on breaking the cycle you're trapped in. Free your expression, free your mind and heck, to go for it. See, it's not quite the same as the imposter, but one usually follows the other. And what's the common ground between the two? Doubt, self-worth, belief in our skills, in what we're bringing, in our vision of things. It's confidence, confidence and belief. So what can you do to identify the saboteur? First, we need to accept our own critique. See what I did there? We need to accept going back to the situation we got in the piece we've created and start breaking it down. We're doing detective work, guys. Question everything. What you said. What you thought. Why did you use these words in particular? Why did you choose to do this? What did you have to gain? What did you have to lose? By investigating, we flesh out the thing you're frightened of. Because ultimately, it is because we're scared of something. Whether it's an action or the consequences we think will get triggered by an action, that's where the key to understanding and freeing ourselves lie. And what else did we learn today, folks? That if the feedback is full of I love it or I hate it, you're stupid. That's not a feedback. That's not a critique. It's an opinion. And as one of my heroes, Michel Audiard, once said, Les opinions, c'est comme les trous du cul. Tout le monde en a un. And if you want to know what that means, 
head over to today's Instagram post over at The Artful Athlete. Meanwhile, keep investigating. And if you need help discovering your saboteur or what's blocking you in your progress, hit me up. That's what I do. All my details are available in the description. Next week, we'll talk side jobs and dreams. Much love to you all, and I'll speak to you soon.